0: I think, internally, but never out loud, I have often scoffed at the TV adverts that portray bundles of clothes washing as having a spring-like freshness that gives a a great delight, you know, you can just, oh, you're suddenly taken from whatever season you happen to be in into that sort of march April time when flowers are popping up. Well, and uh, and we're not at that time of year. You know, even this afternoon, Faith came in uh, through the front door and she gave me an orange-coloured leaf and she said, "It's not summer anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it come from the trees out the back here. You yeah. know, but yesterday. Walking in the other door into Rycroft, Emily entered. She'd been out tending to the needs of the guinea pigs in the garden, and she commented, "What joy the smell of clothes on the washing line gave her as she walked past, and how she delights in that experience." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Who I kept it to myself. <laughs> Our senses pick up certain things. Smells, frequencies, tastes, that give an indication of something being clean and new and fresh, a wonderful beginning a beginning to the year, a beginning to a piece of cooking, perhaps. Uh, introduction to a new home is supposed to be, you know, if you go going house viewing and Danny will maybe experience this when he was searching for a new flat. Coffee sat on there. Didn't did really do that. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's supposed to give a yeah. homely feel, you know, or bread, <laughs> Fish out the oven. Um, and together, <coughs> a zestiness, a uh, spring-like quality, we might have uh, lemon or fresh cut pine um, and those are the sort of things that are quite often chosen for household cleaners you know, to give that new sense in your kitchen or your bathroom flowery fragrance, my sense that the the clothing is new. Rather than just something that's been there a few years that you've worn a few times and put in the washing machine along with a pore of some sort of chemical that goodness knows where it came from. The smell takes us to a new place. But those aromas although they come from something very spotless and hygienic, the aromas are false. And they give us a, a different impression. It's not something that's new. It's something that's been cleansed, but it's not new. In life, there are things that are appealing and look good. They might smell most wonderful, that they're not always the right thing. And we see this in Genesis with the offer of the fruit to Eve. It is when she sees that it is good for food, pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, that she took some and ate it. The Genesis creation, therefore, becomes tainted. And we do the same as we sometimes choose things that have the smell of being right and enjoyable, but might not be part of God's plan. And that's where the kings went wrong. They saw things and chose them for themselves. And set in path the process that would eventually lead to the exile. Our passage from the prophet points out that just because things have not been right in the past, God does not abandon humanity. Rather, he continually offers new starts. He offers a way ahead out of the difficult circumstances. He chooses to be the creator of of Israel and he formed a people those words in verse 15 and 21 draw on the accounts of the actual creation of people in Genesis 1 and 2 it has this sense of not just is Adam and Eve the first humans made but he makes people be who they are And of course, Israel, the children, are a people for him. He has called them, he has chosen them, and he wants to shape them, he's formed them to be his people. God's people have a purpose to praise him and to do his work. He watches over them and he reminds them here of his power to overthrow the mightiest army. The greatest power possible was the Egyptians. But he overthrew them. He called them into the sea and drowned them as they changed Chased the children of Israel, and so if he can do that to one army, he can do that to another army. He's saying, "I am the all-powerful one. I can do whatever I want." And so they have nothing to fear of their captives, of their captors. They might be captive but they will be released. They will be set free. And the promises he gives of being able to set them free are true promises. Just because the present situation may seem grim, it doesn't mean the future is grim. God can do a new thing and will do a new thing because he is the God of new beginnings all through history Isaiah repeats himself as he talks of streams in the wilderness and wasteland there is water flowing a freshness something that can quench the thirst and having just had an exodus example our minds might go there too to the walk in the wilderness following the fiery cloud and Moses with his staff that he uses to hit the rock but rather than the prophet uh, rather than this the prophet speaks of a new idea not just water in one place but in places he has already chosen Put there for humanity, but also meeting the needs of the jackal and the owl. The jackal is a wild predator, a scourge to the community. It is the reason why that word dog is so offensive. When, he talk, when Jesus talks about uh, and, the, and the woman talks about the crumbs under the table you know, the dogs eat those crumbs it's an offensive word yet God loves that creature and meets its needs And so much more for humanity. He loves each one of us. Each person and longs to meet our need. To refresh us. And to give us new beginnings and new life. The people are to know that whatever has happened in the past can be forgotten. The things of the past to be forgotten are not things like the story of the Exodus and the the handing down of the Ten Commandments. But the people can forget the captivity. They can forget the pain, the hopelessness that they feel in a foreign land. That struggle of how to sing the Lord's song by the rivers of Babylon. They can forget that. Because the Lord is doing something new. He's giving them a new path. The path home is being prepared. And so they can forget the past and think of the future. Jesus says in John 16, when he's talking about how the disciples will feel at his death and then his resurrection. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come, but when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. When I was at college, the... um. The women in the class weren't too keen on that actual verse and whether the pain was actually forgotten or not. But there is that difference between it mentions pain. There's pain in childbirth, but the anguish is forgotten. Something of the past is forgotten with the joy that comes forward. At this time this time in our lives many people are having new beginnings. For some of our younger worshippers it's a new school. For others it might be a new home. For some it might be a new job. For Louise and Tom who married in the church yesterday it's a new life together. But there are also new beginnings that have not been looked forward to. The death of a loved one, perhaps. An illness diagnosed. Difficulties in the workplace. Dilemmas about the future and the way ahead. Whatever we are experiencing whether we are delighted and flying high as a kite about it, or whether we still feel in the mud and mire of a pit, God is with us on that journey. He wants the best for us. He will offer us refreshment by his Holy Spirit, and he holds our hand As we move forward. Maybe we are concerned that our laundry isn't clean enough to be hung on the line, to be out in public. Maybe we worry that things are stale rather than fresh and exciting in our life. What the Lord can do is make a fresh start. When we bow to him, he washes us clean. He sets us on the right road, the way that he has prepared. And he allows us to forget something of that experience, that difficult place we've been as we enter a new beginning and rejoice with him. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, for us gathered here, for joys and sorrows that are on our hearts tonight and in the week ahead, may we know that whatever the challenge is, You are there. You stand with us. You love us. You want us to succeed. And you have a plan in place for how we should travel. Help us put aside the challenges we face. Forgetting the pain and the joy that always comes when we trust in you Lord speak to us about what that path might be and encourage us as we help others on that road sharing the joy and hope That comes from you, our Redeemer, in whom we are washed clean. Amen.